Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, August 2, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Remember this one from yesterday? This was the title of the video. It was the title of the email that's sent out every night. And we have what to discuss today. We're going to get into the whole ball of wax. Let's start from the biggest picture that we've been discussing. The monthly chart, we started talking about it in the month of July. We're in an on-time type of situation. Okay, fair enough. Now let's take a look at something that I don't recall whether showing this to you or not, but I think it's extremely important. We talk about breakup candles. We talk about breakdown candles. We talk about markets running up to make a test of a high or in the vicinity of a high of a breakdown candle as one example. Well, let's look at this monthly chart. And then we remember also that all charts act and react the same way. What you find on a hourly chart or a 15 minute chart or a daily chart the same as you're going to find on a monthly chart. It just moves a lot slower. There's a lot more data in each candle. Well, guess what? Here's the high of the breakdown candle, 457.83. What was the close of July? 457.79, four cents below that price. What was the high of the month? 459.44, just short of the next big fat round number of 460. Now we go to the weekly chart and here's what we'll say. She's extended from, a little bit far from, home base. What do markets like to do? They like to come back and run a test or at least in the neighborhood of home base. They want to come and check in at home. Okay, well that doesn't mean they have to get there on the weekly chart, but coming closer to home makes Mrs. Market feel all warm and fuzzy. So from a weekly chart perspective, we're thinking in terms of let home base creep up to price. This takes some weeks. Let price come down toward home base. Overall, they're going to come closer together. Mrs. Market will feel more warm and fuzzy getting closer to home base. In terms of prices and pivots, we were looking at this pivot here. Never got there. It's at 462. This pivot here. They did get there. Guess what? They came up somewhat of an in-betweener. It's called a midpoint. There's something to that. It's discussed in my courses, Lazy E-Mini Trader, Lazy Gap Trader. Now we go to the daily chart, and what do we have? We have a test of home base, the 20-period moving average. Now, technically, she closed below home base during regular market hours. Could be more to come on the downside, some follow through tomorrow. Could be a fake out, they bounce them tomorrow, we don't know. We're not going to read too much into that piece of information today. What we are going to do is identify the places that we've already discussed two, three, four times as if the market, when the market comes down, where are those three places, and this will refresh your memory, those three places we identified where they're likely to find garden variety support. Wasn't necessarily the 20 period moving average, but we used that as a guide. The first place was a spike of 448. The low in this candle is 447.45, something in that neighborhood. If they get below that price, 
opens the door for the gap. That was place number two. We'll call the gap 446, give or take. And then place number three was the last breakout area in the sequence. Draw a straight line across. And you'll remember that this was basically 444, a spike of 444 in that general ballpark. First place we really talked about was a spike of 448. Low today, 449.35. That's a no cigar. Doesn't mean they have to get to 448, 447, 50, 75, 85 in that ballpark. Doesn't mean they have to, but that's the first place we discussed. They're pretty close from where they once came. We also discussed, in fact, last night, getting below what? 455. Go to an hourly chart, for example. We could use the 120, whatever it is. Getting below 445 was going to open the gates for the gap and or lower. We had the and or lower today. We talked about we were in the zone. Last night, we talked about looking for a top, looking for a turn. We had that candle back here, and they weren't making it easy. 455 was our bogey. By the way, just for learning purposes, is the first place, since they kind of came up somewhat short today, call it 448, is that first place the same as it was today, tomorrow? And the answer is not exactly. They made an attempt. They tried to get a little lower today. They couldn't do it. Doesn't change the place changes whether or not it's a bona fide trade inside the number members and inside the number live room members will certainly have a beat on the specifics first thing in the morning beginning at zero dark 30. What about inside the numbers? What about the live room? How'd we do today? Well, today was a tough day in the market. We had a lot of traders make money today. We had a few that got caught in a bad position. Remember, there's something for everybody not everybody takes the same trades, everybody uses the same information, and they use the information in the manner in which makes them comfortable. We'll go over it on an intraday chart in a moment. So at zero dark 30, we're looking at the Globex thieves hitting the market in the middle of the night, the four o'clock routine, whatever it was. So the expansion in range should provide some decent volatility. Remember, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. SPY 455, which was labeled as the bottom of the channel that last night, that was developing into a bullish flaggish situation. Well, guess what? They got below, so that is off the table. Why? Because they broke the chain. So if they were to recapture it, that's one thing they didn't do that. Staying below said channel keeps the door open to head down to at least 452.75 for starters. We think better in pictures, right of the vertical is today's activity. And we had that early morning quick trade, but all they gave us was the scalp. 452.75, they spiked it. They ripped it back a little bit. They gave us the six, seven, eight points from the scalp perspective. No more. They couldn't bounce. They can't bounce. That tells us the evidence builds as it tells us that likely story is they're going to go lower and 452.75 wasn't necessarily the place. Well, what did we have below that? Well, let's go find out. So as we get closer to the opening bell, what are we looking at? We take the market at face value. They got below the important place. Pre-market thieves had their way. Looking for 452.75, give or take first place for a bounce back in the other direction. So that happened. That was posted at 9 a.m. 
This is just in case, or let's say they get below. Whether they bounce there or not, if they get below, we need to know the next number. Well, the next number was 451.55. It's the low of a pivot. We'll go back to the chart and take a look at it, but you'll normally have a bull bear battle at that place, 451.55. Back to the visual with the charts. Here's the low in this candle, 451.60, and a little bounce. So that's a little bit of shenanigans Come up short, bounce it, could be bullish, but when they come back down, they're telling you that that's not even the place. When they came back to retest it, they couldn't hold it. This is what we're talking about in real time in the live room because we have traders that are trying a trade where it's a spike the low, rip it back up in the other direction, but the more they can't do it, the more evidence builds, they have to go somewhere else. Okay, fair enough. What's the next place? Let's see what we have as we scroll up. Just some more pre-market information, same numbers, same routine. 9.32, officially they're at the showtime number. Scalp with potential. They gave the scalp, however, no potential. Rest is trader's choice a few minutes later. Remember, pause the video, read them, go back to the chart to double check the work. Here, wanted to get to this, 10.08. There's your spike to low. The next number for me is 451.06. Not 451.55. The next number for me was 451.06. Had a little bit of a bounce at that number. Again, the bounces were really, really shallow. Tells you you're in for a different kind of tape. We talked about it all morning long. It's a different market today. It's not the normal morning low, rip it back up, put in a higher low situation, rally back, close on the highs. It wasn't that kind of day. It's a changing tape. You go back to everything we discussed at the beginning of the video, a day like today, you have to be able to recognize it in real time. What was the next number below? How about the big fatty? And what we also had, and we talked about this in the live room, you'll see it in the notes. We had that on the board. That was the daily chart. 20 period moving average, low 450.44 against 450.45. We certainly had plenty of traders take that trade for a profitable bounce back situation. Something for everybody. Pause them, read them, go back to the chart, double check the work. Here it is, 1049 below 450.106 is 450.45, which also coincides with the 20 period daily chart moving average. They ran a test of that 20 period moving average and bounced. You have to know your numbers, especially on a day like today. You have to know where you're wrong. You have to know the next number and knowing the next number allows you to understand what your risk is, how much you're willing to take if you're long, are you willing to take the heat down to the next number? Should you cut and run, wait for the next number? All those things are necessary from an intraday trading perspective. You have to know your numbers. Not every day is going to be easy. There are always trades. It's a matter of, can you maneuver? Below 450, the door opens for 449.30, give or take. Late afternoon, low 449.35. And then the bounce. Where to? Back to that 20 period moving average. They ended up closing just below it, but that's where they bounced back to. They tried to recapture it. Normal garden variety market behavior. Pause them, read them, go back to the chart to double check the work. What do we have from a stocks on the move perspective? We'll take a look at pins, DT, even though it really was a no trade. Tesla came within a stone's throw but didn't fill. JCI and Generac opened below everything and kept going, so that one was off the board. 
Pins was all over the place this morning. Finally came into the number right near the opening bell. Not at, but near. Came close, bounced away. Whether or not you took this trade, it's trader's choice at that point. But they still did the deal. Bounced around this number. A little below, a little above. And you see what happened all throughout the day. The number was important. It was a little bit wild at the opening bell for pins. DT haircut at the opening bell. First number was off the board, but the second number was not. Once it opens below the first, you take it off, and guess what? Here's what you're left with. Nice rip in DT. Johnson controls, JCI bounced around. They tried to bounce at 65, didn't work. They went down to the next two numbers, bounced around, bounced around there pretty much all day long. And that's what's going to happen on a lot of these trades as the morning wears on and you get into the later part of the morning slash rest of the day and you have a market that is a quote-unquote heavy tape meaning all these bounces are just shallow and they keep getting sold into. There's somewhat of a bear grip on the market, if you will. It's very hard for these stocks to all bounce in really the face of that type of activity in the major market. That's just the way it works the large majority of the time. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, obviously they came down today with everything else, but on par with the market, down a little over 1%. Not a catastrophic day, let's put it in perspective. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. It was a down day. Whether it morphs into something more or not right away remains to be seen. It's a one day at a time, one candle at a time situation. Let's talk about the downside for a minute. Let's say they sell them again. 20 period moving average is a place. Below that, all of a sudden, you have this. A breakup candle low at 191 and change. So you're at 193.31, the next major place is 191 and change. Start getting below that, and they'll ultimately fill this gap down here. There's a breakout area, all that stuff. The breakout area is officially at, we'll say, 189 and a quarter, give or take, and the gap is at 189.80. So in between 189.80 and 189 and a quarter would be the next place below that breakup candle low. They bounce it anyway and never hit the 20-period moving average. The trend is your friend, period. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Let's talk Canary in the coal mine for a second. So my two favorite market-leading indicators are the IWM and the transports. Now, the transports were down today, but they had relative strength against the S&P 500, down less than 1%. Now, yeah, they're up a lot, but again, they're above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend. We don't know the whole market's going to unravel. I know everybody gets excited. We have to take each chart independent of one another. Now, technically speaking, at least from where I sit, as far as I'm concerned, they already ran a test of this breakup candle low. So down there again, it's likely to come down to fill the gap. And you also still have this 20-period moving average, which will continue to creep up each and every day on this daily chart closer to price. Remember, the trick, trap, fool, and frustrate crew, their job is to make as many traders and investors look like fools as much of the time as possible. You're going to have traders, if the market opens down tomorrow, they're going to try and hop on the short side, and there's going to come a time, and it always happens, where they're likely to get a big slash pie in the face. There's also going to come a time when the market just relentlessly corrects itself, and it all happens very, very quickly, elevator down, stairs or escalator up you never know which one's going to show up you have to have the awareness of both sides we're the umpire calling balls and strikes you have apple and amazon reporting earnings thursday after the close 
That can be a market-moving situation. I believe you have a phony jobs number on Friday. can be a market-moving situation slash excuse to move the tape. They could take a break tomorrow, wait for the Apple and Amazon earnings and then the phony jobs number, and have one hell of a fun day on Friday in either direction. Pretty bad day for the Q people relative to the S&P. Relative weakness down 2% in the Qs below the daily chart, 20-period moving average. So what do you have next? You have a gap down here that was filled today, or almost. Closing price, 372.82. Low today, 373.13. They missed that gap. They didn't fill it. That's by choice. Below that, you have another gap. You have a breakout area. You're coming into a big place of support. 366.50, give or take, is an important place, by the way. Speaking of by the way, go back to the spiders for a second. I want to just reiterate, and I want to show you something. Remember this. So we had this 448, 447 and change down to, let's just say, 447.45. So 447.45 up to 448 is a spot. Below that, you have a gap, and we'll call that 446. Okay, fair enough. This is straight out of the calculator. Now, the next number below 448.79 is a little ways below. I've got nothing here from the calculator at 446, 444, nothing like that, just off the charts. But we should note 448.79 is another number you might want to just jot down on a sticky note. It's not an end-all, be-all. It's just another way that I come up with a series of numbers that all plays in to the final final. All right, we're done with our detour. We're back on the cues, and I'm going to give you what we'll call a support box. Bigger picture perspective, we're talking 366.50 down to 362, and you just so happen to have the 50-period moving average right in the middle or in that zone. That's a big-time rectangle box of support. If you found the cues down there tomorrow, Friday, Monday, something like that, you're likely to get a bounce out of there at minimum from an intraday perspective. Support box. Put it on a sticky note. The financials got hit just about the same as the spiders, give or take. 20-period moving average came up short, bounced away. No revelation. The trend is your friend until it's not. 34.55. Put that on a sticky note. Why? Because if they start getting below 34.55, Closing daily below, intraday, candle after candle. Start getting below there and staying below 34.55. That's going to open the door for another leg lower. 34.55. Sticky note material. Smash Mouth was the outlier down 4% today. The semiconductor space is a pretty good proxy for the tech space. Both were weaker than the average of the other stuff. Relative weakness. In one fell swoop, they go from trying to bust through the highs to underneath the 20-period moving average and a close below. Don't know if they get there anytime soon. However, get out your sticky notes. 149, a spike below 149. There should be garden variety chart support. 149, a spike of 149. Put that on a sticky note. What about Apple and Amazon for the earnings thing. Now, I know some traders will take positions in front of earnings. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to tell you to do that. I'm just giving you numbers in Apple, what I see in the chart, Amazon, what I see in the chart, just for the purposes of going over the technicals. 
Let's look at the bigger picture. Weekly chart of Apple, it's in an uptrend above all the moving averages. Nothing wrong, period. However, we know they can pull the rug out. So if they do pull the rug out, what's the likely place they're going? Well, there's a few places, but let's go back to the daily chart and let's select a few. And by the way, if they ramp them up, they'll try for 200. They'll try and get above 200. It's a big fat round number. That's the upside. However, on the downside, what are our numbers? 189 is a number. What if they're moving them more than 189? What's the next number down? We'll have this if they're moving them on Friday morning, but 185 and it's a spike of 185. It's a garden variety bounce back situation support type of place. What if it's a kill job? What if they're really killing this thing? What's the next place, the next big time place? And I'd have to say it's closer to 179 and a half. Write those down, put them on a sticky note. That's my numbers in Apple. It's broad stroke numbers. It's not to the penny. We'll have those if need be Friday morning. Inside the numbers, people. Amazon. All right, same routine. If they spike them up, they'll go for the highs. We're not worried about that. What if they drop them? Well, it's predicated on 125. They start getting below 125. That's a big place. 121.35 and then 118, 117 in that ballpark, give or take. Refine it for inside the number members. I'm giving you the ballpark place, not the precise number. Got a funny feeling we're going to get a trade on this one on Friday. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense market analysis.